Welcome to Becoming Limitless. This is the podcast for entrepreneurs who want to optimize their brain and their body with biohacking. I'm going to teach you how to eliminate brain fog and upgrade your health so you can have more productivity, energy, and growth in your business. I'm your host, Tanessa Shears. Let's jump in. Welcome back to the Becoming Limitless podcast. I hope your week has been going really well. Things have been good here. It is like we are in the midst of fall. It is Vancouver pouring rain and gray. And I'm so thankful that we're only just like under two months to go until we go to Panama for two months. I'm so excited. We've got flights booked. The final details are coming together. We're picking some stuff up on, on Black Friday. Like some like we need suitcases. We've never actually traveled as a family before. So we need to get some suitcases. We need to get some stuff for the kids for the plane. Like all of the things are happening right now. But we're rolling along. But today's episode... I think you guys are going to love it. And the reason I think that is because I released this earlier this summer as an Instagram post and it took off. So many comments, so many shares, saves. Uh, I think that you're going to love it. And what's this episode about? It's called Nine Ways That I Use ChatGPT for meal planning. I know we think as entrepreneurs of ChatGPT for business, like rewrite my caption. Can you create me a proposal for this? Can you, you know, make this sound better? That's how we're used to using it. But I've actually been using ChatGPT to help streamline my meal prep and planning because I don't know about you, but like I have so many better things that I want to use my brain for in my in my life other than meal planning. Like it needs to get done, but I don't want to spend a lot of time on it. There's so many other cooler things I'd rather be doing with my brain, like thinking of podcast ideas, of, of teaching my three-year-old how to read. That's something I'm doing right now, right? So by using ChatGPT, it has really helped me save time. I don't have to be creative anymore and it makes it really systematic. So what I'm going to be showing you today is basically how you can create like a really simple meal plan that fits your dietary preferences. And honestly, if you do this for a full week or a month or whatever like that, you can literally just have a week's worth of meal planning, all the recipes done, do that four times, and then alternate through those different planned weeks throughout the month. Like how simple would that be to never have to do your meal planning again? I think this is gonna blow your mind some of the things that I have used ChatGPT for outside of my business. So how I'm gonna kind of phrase this is I'm gonna just share with you what I use it for. I'm gonna give you a, a prompt, like what you would write into ChatGPT. And now keep this in mind, I'm not a ChatGPT expert. I'm sure someone could probably do the prompts better than me, but this is what has worked for me. And then I'm gonna share with you a little bit about what ChatGPT spat out. Now, if you're listening to this, you're like, what is ChatGPT and you haven't heard about it yet? ChatGPT is an open source artificial intelligence. And so you can have either the current version, which is not connected to the internet, or you can pay for the upgrade, which connects you to the internet. But basically it's artificial intelligence that has been learning over the last years and is able to answer queries and conversation. Like it'll have a chat with you back and forth and answer your questions. And it's amazing. I've honestly used it from everything from business to planning my workouts, to my meals, to helping me plan my trip and my travel and understand what I need to pack. Like it's amazing. I will leave a link in the description if you actually haven't spent any time on ChatGPT yet. But I hope after this episode, you're seeing how much time this will save you. And you might just lean into the strategy and use ChatGPT for a little bit more than your business. Okay, 
Way number one that I use ChatGPT for meal planning is to make a recipe with the random stuff I have in my fridge. So you know kind of like when you're at the end, you're running out of groceries, or you have all these random ingredients and you don't know what to make and you're like staring into the fridge? Well, here's what you're gonna do. You are going to go on ChatGPT and you're gonna write, create a recipe using these ingredients. And you're looking in your fridge and you see some chicken, you see some mushrooms, you see some rice, you see some zucchini and maybe some spices and stuff like that. And then you put this prompt in. So create a recipe using these ingredients. You list out the ingredients in your fridge and ChatGPT goes, here's what you can create with those ingredients. And what it came up with when I did that was a mushroom and spinach stuffed chicken with zucchini rice, like yes, and it's so good. Not only does it tell you the name of the recipe, but it gives you details on the ingredients. Like use one cup of this and use you know, two zucchinis and it gives you very specific uh, ingredients and quantities for how much to use. Like, I think that's so cool. And then it gives you step-by-step -step instructions on how to put the dish together, you know, like turn on the oven, heat up a frying pan, put in the avocado oil, all of that kind of stuff. It's so cool. So you never have to steer into your fridge ever again and be like, I don't know what to make with this. I don't know what kind of recipe to make. Get creative. You can even ask it, like create four recipes using those ingredients and maybe you can get some options that you end up really loving. So awesome option. Thing number two that I use ChatGPT for is to give me breakfast ideas that hit my specific goals. So I, a prompt that I put into it was create five breakfast recipes and each of the breakfast recipes have to have 25 grams of protein and they do not contain flour because that's how we eat in our house. We don't eat sugar or flour for breakfast and I make sure that my breakfast has a whole bunch of protein, at least 25 grams per breakfast. And so I plugged that into ChatGPT and it's so good. ChatGPT gave me five breakfasts that don't have flour that have 25 grams of protein. And it gives you, of course, all the ingredients. It gives you the directions on how to make it so good. But the five options that it tossed out were a Greek yogurt parfait, veggie and cheese omelet, cottage cheese pancakes, smoked salmon and avocado toast. Um, although I realize that one probably does have flour in it unless you're doing like um, some type of flourless bread or I don't know, maybe, I'm curious actually what it put toast in there for. But tofu scramble is another one. Lots of options in there. Uh, you can always ask it to do 10 recipes or three recipes and you know replace certain ingredients if you don't like avocado or you didn't like cottage cheese. So handy for helping come up with breakfast ideas. And breakfast, honestly, is one of the ones I think my clients struggle with the most is coming up with fast, creative breakfast ideas. So number three that I use ChatGPT for when it comes to meal planning is to create a weekly meal plan following specific criteria. We all eat different ways. We have different dietary preferences. Some people, you know, like more protein. Some people like certain vegetables. Some people like high carb, low carb, vegan. Oh, so many options. So here's what I put into ChatGPT. Create me a seven day meal plan where I only have to cook three days per week. Each day should include 100 grams of protein, five servings of vegetables, no flour, and a variety of protein sources. Like how specific was that? Seven days. There's certain days, only a certain number of days I want to even spend in the kitchen. Protein, vegetables, whether there's flour or not. I don't want it all to come from chicken. So a variety of protein sources. So good. So what it actually spat out was seven days worth of meals 
and it divided them between days that I needed to be in the kitchen cooking and non-cooking days. So on the cooking day, just gonna give you an example, it gave me breakfast, Greek yogurt parfait with mixed berries, chia seeds, and chopped nuts, lunch, grilled chicken salad with mixed greens, cherry tomatoes, cucumbers, bell peppers, and a vinaigrette dressing, and dinner baked salmon with roasted broccoli and quinoa. Honestly, those lunches and dinners sound exactly like what I would eat. And you can always ask it to swap out the breakfast on day one. Like you can ask ChatGPT to do anything. I didn't like berries or I didn't like vinaigrette dressing. Like it's so cool. On the non-cooking days, it gave me this. For breakfast, cottage cheese with sliced peaches and a sprinkle of nuts. Lunch, leftover grilled chicken from day one over a bed of spinach and vegetables. Dinner, lentil and vegetable soup, which was previously cooked with a side of sauteed zucchini. So good. The other thing that you can do, honestly, if you don't want to have different stuff every day, you can use what you learned on the cooking day and just make double the amount of it and eat it again the second day, right? Like that would keep you out of the kitchen as well. And then you can even ask it like, this is just a side thing. You could ask it like, make sure you make a recommendations for quantities enough for each meal to last for four people or for two days for four people, right? So this gets you out of that problem where you're like, I don't know how much to make. And then all of a sudden you make the food and it gets eaten and it runs out too fast. And now you have no dinner and you're left without groceries. We know that happens, right? So this has been really handy with that. Um, then what you can also do, and this is going into chat GPT hack number four, is use ChatGPT to help create you a grocery list from the weekly meal plan that you just made or a plan that you made and created separately. So what I put in for a prompt on something like this was, hey ChatGPT, could you help me create or generate a grocery list from the above meal plan that provides enough food for a family of four for a week? right? You can either ask it to make that list off of the meal plan it just made you in the previous hack, or you can literally copy and paste your meal plan. So maybe it's like you have written it out and you can copy and paste it directly into ChatGPT and then ask it to read that and make a grocery list based off of that. And the cool thing is the result, it gave me a detailed list, grocery shopping list, sorted by fresh vegetables and it listed them all out and then fruits and sorted them all out healthy fats sorted them all out pantry essentials lean proteins and I mean I could go on but the cool thing is it's like now when I'm in the fruits and vegetables section everything is all together on the list the healthy fats or the pantry essentials are all going to be on the same place in the list and that is so handy because you basically just ask ChatGPT to create you a meal plan and then also give you a grocery list for that, like how much time would that save you rather than going through every recipe and trying to think about all the ingredients that you might miss or that you have, or like if you wanting to write them all down, like there are so many options on this. I absolutely love this. Now, before we go on to hack number five, which you're gonna wanna listen to because I thought this one was one of the coolest ones, I want you to check this out first. Hey, quick interruption. Have you ever wondered how to supercharge your mornings and have sustainable energy all throughout the day in your business? Well, dive into my playbook with 12 biohacks designed for entrepreneurs like you. You can boost your energy, sharpen your focus, and transform your productivity in your business with my free guide, 12 Ways to Biohack Your Energy. You can maximize your day starting right now. The link to grab it is in the show notes. 
All right, no, but seriously, if you haven't grabbed that guide, it's so good. Now we're back on to hack number five. So, so far we've been able to see what's in the fridge, make some recipes, ask it to make specific meals to hit your goals, create a weekly meal plan, and you've been able to now create a grocery list. So we're at this point, right? Now listen to this. You can use ChatGPT to sort your list of groceries between stores to make it easier to shop and much more efficient. Like in our house, we buy a lot of our food at mostly three stores. We go to Costco, we go to Walmart for some of the canned goods, and then we go to this place called Meridian Meats, and that's where we get all of our grass-fed, grass-finished meats and like really high-quality protein, right? So you can ask it to sort it between grocery stores. So now for the purpose of this example, to keep it simple, I said into ChatGPT, here is the grocery list. And you can either use the grocery list you just made in the last step, or you can paste in your grocery list if it's, you know, from a different app or something. And you say, here's the task, sort this list into a Walmart grocery list and a Costco grocery list. And you can even further ask it to do it on where your best value is or where the best quality is. Like there's so many ways you can sort it. And here's the result. It popped up a list that said this grocery list can be divided based on preference for buying bulk Costco and smaller quantity or specific brand purchasing Walmart. However, both stores carry a wide range of items, so you may find some overlap. Here's a general guideline for sorting these items. And then it said, here are the foods likely to get at Walmart based on the recipes you had that are going to need smaller quantities. Because I mean, let's be real, I don't need nine zucchinis for one recipe. They're gonna go bad, right? So it's taking into account how many you need and where you should get them. Because I can get zucchini at Costco and I can get it at Walmart, but I wanna be able to get it where I know I can get organic and I can also get it in the quantities I need so I'm not gonna be wasting food. But it's really cool. I'll just give you some examples. Like fresh vegetables, it said get zucchini, cauliflower, garlic, and onions at Walmart and then at Costco for bulk buying, it said get your mixed greens, bell peppers, broccoli, and sweet potatoes. And here's the funny thing, I agree, oh, and avocados. And I agree with that. That's actually what I buy at Costco because those are the things we get in bigger quantities. So neat. Um, Fresh fruits, it wanted us to buy lemons and bananas at Walmart, which totally makes sense. Who needs a whole bunch of lemons? And our family, we don't eat a lot of bananas. And for fresh fruit at Costco, it said apples and berries, which. I buy all of our frozen veg, our berries at uh, Costco because they're all organic and frozen. It's great. And it went through and did like herbs and spices, pantry essentials, healthy fats, um, snacks, optional foods like gluten-free pastas, non-dairy things. Um, and it was fantastic. And it sorted them by where to get it. So if you ask ChatGPT to sort it between two probably more well-known grocery stores, this is gonna be such a good way to know where to go in each store and it'll probably save you some time too. Um, and it also gave this kind of neat little notes on the bottom and it said like, here, I'm just reading you some of the notes. Items like avocados, tomatoes, and berries can be found in both stores, but buying at bulk in Costco may be cost effective if you consume them often, right? And then it talked about oil and nuts, buying them in bulk, more cost effective, where you're gonna get the biggest bang for your buck. And it also said some fresh produce may be more practical to buy in smaller quantities to avoid spoilage. So consider them for Walmart unless you're preparing meals for a larger group. So not only is it intuitive enough to sort it by stores and it knows what you can get where, but it gives you tips on, on its thinking, which I think is so cool. All right, we're on to chat GPT hack number six that I used to do my meal planning. 
And number six is to help me eat whole foods when I'm traveling, either that's for work or for personal or heck, like I live out in a suburb. I don't actually live in Vancouver. Um, I live about a 40 minute drive from downtown Vancouver. So for me, if I were to go into downtown Vancouver, it's actually like traveling for work. It takes like an hour each way after you find parking, but you can use ChatGPT to help you eat whole foods when you're traveling for work. So here's what you might enter. Like, let's just make up the scenario that you are going to Las Vegas for business next week, okay? You could say, ChatGPT, I'm traveling to Las Vegas for next week for business. Can you provide me with healthy dining options so I can maintain my whole food diet while I'm on the move? And you know what it gave me? It gave me five different restaurants and a summary of the type of food that they offer. Do you know how much time this would save? Like how much are you on Google being like, I don't know, I'm trying to find a place that has wraps or I'm trying to find a place that has good salads. And ChatGPT gave me five options in Vegas. Like how awesome was that? I'm just gonna give you an example. Like. It gave me a restaurant called Flower Child. And keep in mind, I'm not from Las Vegas, so I don't actually know these restaurants, but you might want to double check on Google before you go. Obviously, make sure they're still open, uh, all that kind of stuff. But Flower Child offers a diverse menu with lots of veggies, grains, and healthy proteins. They have a variety of bowls, wraps, and salads that cater to different dietary preferences, including vegan and vegetarian. Cool. Um, the second one, I'll read you one more. Canyon Ranch Grill, located near the spa area in the Venetian. It offers a menu filled with wholesome, balanced options, including vegan and gluten-free choices. Cool, right? So I love that it gives you all of these options and a summary of what they are. So if you're just like, oh yeah, I want gluten-free options. I want protein. Like you could also include that in your prompt and be like, can I please have some options that are vegan, that are gluten-free, that are um, high in protein? I don't know. You know what I mean? So you're able to really edit this, which is so cool. Now, those first six options I gave you are the big ones, meaning like those are what I'd enter in chat GPT. Now, what I'm going to be giving you for the last three ideas are kind of like smaller ideas and ways that I, or prompts that I will use to modify the outputs that ChatGPT has given me if I want to make it even more specific. So way I use ChatGPT number seven is to use it to exclude foods that I don't like. And there's where I use it the most. I like eggs, so a lot of the breakfasts that I have known and tried have eggs in them, right? But I can't tell you how many clients I've had that can't stand eggs, can't stand the smell of them, don't like them reheated, don't want to smell a hard-boiled egg, and I don't blame them if that is something that absolutely puts them off. So in this type of case, I would just include that requirement in your prompt in ChatGPT right? Including it, what to show you. So you remember the breakfast example I gave you where I was like, hey, can you make me five breakfast ideas? Um, And I want them to have no flour. I want them to have 25 grams of protein. Um, Remember how I did that example? You would want to make sure that you include any type of text about foods you don't like. So if you want a breakfast without eggs, or you want a lunch recipe without bread, or even this, take a look at this. Ask it to give you food that you could pack on the go without needing a fridge or a microwave. I have talked to entrepreneurs before that, you know, they have to be on the road most of the day or they're in clients, uh, they're visiting clients and they can't, you know, have a full microwave fridge situation. So it needs to be something they can eat on the go. So include them, right? Be like, hey, 
I can't use a fridge or a microwave. I want no sugar, no flour. It has to be vegan. I don't want bread. Um, can you make me a breakfast without eggs? So use it to actually get super specific and exclude the foods you don't like. All right, we're, all, we're almost at the end here. Hack number eight is use it to hit your calorie and your macro goals. Now, I'm gonna disclaimer this. You know I'm not a calorie counter or a macro fan. I've said that a whole bunch of times, but here's the deal. There are some times that I use MyFitnessPal or another calorie counting or macro counting app, and that is if you're under eating on food. Specifically, I'll have clients that'll come in and they'll tell me they're really snacky all the time, or they get hungry between meals, or they get headaches, or they feel uh, cravings all the time. And I like to kind of check it out to make sure like, hey, maybe you're not eating enough. And I cannot tell you how often that is the case. Entrepreneurs are notorious for skipping meals when they're busy or thinking that they can get more work done. And so we end up under eating and that causes a whole host of metabolism and hormone problems. But Calorie counting or macro counting is actually a really good way to identify and like assess the situation. Another one is I want to make sure we're getting enough protein, right? We need enough protein to regenerate our muscles and to also help uh, sustain blood sugar and keep those really stable, right? Or, or maybe you're wanting to limit your starchy carbs. Like use those specifications in your prompt. So here's an example. Like if I was trying to make myself a meal plan, that had 30 grams of protein at each meal, I would say make each meal with 30 grams of protein. Or if you have now seen, I'm under eating, I'm only eating 1700 calories a day, I need 2100, you might say, make me a meal plan with 2100 calories per day. Or limit starchy carbs to 130 grams per day. So you can start using uh, macronutrient goals, remember macros being your fat, your carb, your protein, you can use goals like that or calorie goals and weave it into your prompts to help create recipes and meal plans that are aligned with your goals. All right, very last one, which is kind of a fun little extra hat, is how to keep meal planning fast. Like if ChatGPT wasn't making it fast enough already. So if you're not in the mood for like a two hour date with your kitchen tonight, and you're just like, oh, by the time I cook, and by the time we eat, and by the time I clean, that's so long. Well, let ChatGPT know about it. So I want you to think about this, include things in your prompts that are like, make me this meal plan for this many days with 30 grams of whatever, make your thing, and then write including, or make it so that it is preppable or cookable, or the whole thing takes less than 15 minutes, or with only 20 minutes of prep, or using an instant pot, or using a slow cooker, right? Or Everything has to be on a sheet pan in the oven at the same time so that you're not cooking like 40 minutes of chicken breasts and then 20 minutes of asparagus back to back. That's an hour in the kitchen, right? So using specific language to speed up how much time it takes to cook. And that will give you, it'll help ChatGPT choose recipes for you that you can make in less than 15 minutes or with only 20 minutes of prep or that do use an Instapot, right? So. I want you guys just like, this is just the beginning and this is only what I have used it for. I imagine there's probably so many options, but I want you to be able to dig into this, get creative with your prompts and start making an efficient meal plan. And like I said, if you create a one week meal plan and it has everything you need, great. Do another one the next week. When you get four full meal plans with four full grocery lists, 
exactly designed to you for as many people as you need, cooking as many days as you want. You get that once, you do that four more times. Now you can just alternate through those meal plans and you have a whole month's worth of food cooked or food prepped and planned rather. And you can just repeat that. You would never have to meal plan again. Like how fun would that be, right? So I'm gonna do a quick breeze through and tell you all the hacks again so you can make recipes with the stuff in your fridge, give you breakfast ideas that hit your goal, create weekly meal plans according to specific criteria, help you create a grocery list from that meal plan, sort the grocery list between stores, um, help you eat and find whole food dining options when you are not in your usual area, use it to exclude food you don't like, help it, use it to help you hit your macro or calorie goals, and last of all, time, efficiency, how to keep it fast and keep your meal prep short. I felt like that was a whirlwind. Nine ways I use chat GPT for meal planning. I really hope that this was like eye-opening and maybe inspiring and totally different than anything you've ever done before. I'm always looking for ways to be efficient with my time and to use technology to help us instead of use it to you know, create distraction for ourselves. If I can free up time by using these chat GPT prompts, then I get to spend more meaningful time with my kids, right? And that's what I like or exercising or reading or any of the other things that I like. Now, if you found this super inspiring or like it blew your mind a little bit and you had no idea you could use chat GPT for meal planning, can you do me a favor? Can you go to Instagram? The link's in the description, but my handle is at Tanessa Shears. And can you either like share on your story your favorite chat GPT prompt that you learned that you're so excited to try? Or better yet, can you send me a DM and be like, whoa, I just tried this or I'm so excited about this. Like I genuinely, genuinely love hearing from you. I don't bite. I do like to talk to you. I, I have conversations all the time with entrepreneurs in my community on Instagram and I'm always finding by, by talking to you guys, I learn new things to help you with, to create new resources, to create new podcast episodes. Like this whole podcast episode was inspired by your feedback on an Instagram post. So head over to Instagram at Tanessa Shears, hit follow, and then find a way to engage with me so that I can come say hi to you. And thank you for spending the time with me on this podcast episode. You guys are fantastic. Have a wonderful week and I'll talk to you next time. Bye. Learn something new in this episode or feel inspired to take action? I'd love for you to share it with a friend and leave a review. Your review will help one more entrepreneur feel healthier, more energized, and focused. If you feel good about helping a friend or a fellow business owner you've never even met, you are my kind of people. I'm excited to help you become limitless in the coming episodes.